Today, I'm sitting down with Nina Johnston, who is the owner of Mangoes and Marley Cafe, along with her husband, Graham. Uh, Graham and Nina opened up Mangoes and Marley Cafe about five months ago, right there in downtown Dunedin. It's a great little cafe. If you haven't been, be sure to check it out. Uh, they, uh, I think like, you know, with every business or every restaurant, there are challenges and, and fears that you have to overcome as a business owner. And Nina and Graham were, were no exception to that rule. They had to overcome some of their own challenges, uh, as far as opening up their business and then fears of just being business owners in general that come along with that. So, you know, it's, uh, they did all that. We, we dive into that, into this episode, and I'm really excited for you guys to meet Nina. And if you haven't been to, to Mangoes and Marley Cafe, go check it out. Welcome to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I'm your host, Florida native and real estate ninja, Donnie Hathaway. You know, I started this podcast because I'm extremely passionate about connecting you with the people and the local businesses that make Palm Harbor so special. Palm Harbor, Florida is a great place to live, work, and play. It has everything you could dream of, from the food, the outdoors, the lifestyle, to the people in the community. I wanted to create a podcast that connected the community and inspired everyone to live better. To join this community and stay up to date on all things Palm Harbor, visit my website, it's palmharborlocal.com, and sign up there to join the locals. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. So welcome, Nina. I appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. I'm... um I'm super excited to chat with you and kind of learn more uh, about your business. I've I've seen your store open up uh, there yes. in Dunedin, and um, it's a great little concept. and uh, and And I love what you guys are doing. So so Thank welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much. So why don't we start with your store? Um, it's called Mangoes and Marley Cafe. Yes. Um, what is that all about? Uh, we are a small uh, coastal cafe right on Main Street in Dunedin, and uh, we specialize in fresh food. Uh, it's relatively uh, healthy. It's healthier. Nothing's fried or baked. Or nothing's fried. Everything is baked. <laughs> um, and uh, it's a lot of, we call it a coastal cafe because it's heavily influenced by like island, so island inspired foods. Okay. Um my background is Cuban, and so we took a couple of my grandmother's recipes, my abuela's recipes, oh, cool. and integrated it into the menu. And then my husband sort of developed around um, the few recipes that we had. And um, so we also have lots of craft beer. Um, my husband is a connoisseur of beer, if nice. you will, and likes trying all kinds of different ones. It's all canned and mostly in Florida. Um, we tried not to use any of the Dunedin breweries because we felt like if people were going to come, they were going to go to the brewery anyways. Right, and so right. we want them to go to their brewery to try their beer. And so we sort of wanted, um, to get, uh, beer imported from like other local breweries within Florida to kind of see, you know, the different things that, uh, the local craft is making. Um, we also, um, want you to come in and feel welcomed and, um, we're very friendly. We're very family oriented. My mom works there. My in-laws work there. Cool. 
on occasion. So So it's like a family operation. It is. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So So um, where did, where did the idea come from? Is this like, have you always wanted to open up a restaurant or a little cafe? I know. So it started uh, back when Graham and I first met uh, back in 2004. Yeah. Four. Um, we actually worked at a Chili's together and oh, nice. Dale Mabry, the um, one in Carrollwood. And so that's how we sort of met. He was a manager. I was a server. And we sort of had to hide our relationship or yeah. he would have gotten in trouble. <laughs> and so, um, so the beginning of our relationship, we actually worked together. Um, and then life happens and our relationship, you know, developed a little bit more. We got married. I left Chili's and started a career as a flight attendant. And he left Chili's and started his own uh, land, commercial landscaping business. Um, and then come probably about six or seven years ago, we just started dreaming and was like, well, let's let's try to start working, find a way to work together again. Because that was really fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, he knew the business and. Um, I, I loved serving in general, like I'm just a server, I'm a helper. And so, um, we thought, well, let's, if we ever did anything again, it would be like a restaurant. And so we sort of, um, started dreaming about that. And then, um, you know, here we are. (laughs) So what are, um, I've, so I've, I've never worked in, I've worked at Starbucks, so that's like mm-hmm. the most experience that I have okay. as far as like serving or anything yeah. like that. So I've heard, you know, I've, I know it's challenging and difficult mm-hmm. and, you know, you're dealing with lots of different people and personalities and stuff yeah. on a daily basis. And then opening up a restaurant or opening up a cafe is like, you know, a whole nother level. Right. So what are right. some, what are some challenges that you've had to, um, that you've had and you've had to overcome as far as like opening up the cafe? Opening the cafe. So, um, we signed lease back May, 2021. And our hope was to get open Labor Day. And so I think the most challenging part of uh, the whole process was having patience mm. um, because you're just so eager and time is of the essence and money is of the essence. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, you only have so much time and money to work with before something starts imploding. So I think we were just, um, that was the most difficult was being patient and waiting on like the timing of everything. Our, um, the, the, uh, permits were mm-hmm. the ones that took kind of forever because everybody is so stretched these days. So, mm-hmm. you know, city of Dunedin, while they were absolutely wonderful to work with, um, it just, it took time. And yeah. so we just, and we are rule followers. So we just, you know, we abided by the rules and, you know, didn't push. And so I think that was um, the most challenging part was just like waiting on the timing of permitting before they said, okay, you can start building and go time. And so after that, it was like, all right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think patience is always, um, it's always a key in like any business um, Mm -hmm. or just in life in general, right? Just being overall, just being patient. Like we want things done so fast and so quickly now. Um, but just, you know, being able to practice patience is is huge. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you about the name and, Mm -hmm. and, and maybe this will kind of tie into like, you know, when you guys were dreaming and of, of this idea, this concept and that sort of stuff, but like, where does the name come from Mm -hmm. and, and like the concept come from too? 
What's up, Palm Harbor? It's your host, Donnie Hathaway. If you are looking to stay up to date with all things Palm Harbor, then visit my website. It's palmharborlocal.com. Super simple. You can sign up there, join the locals, where I'll be sharing more information on local events, local history, and what's happening in Palm Harbor. You know, I really want to create and add more value to you as a listener for spending your valuable time tuning into my podcast. So join me there, keep listening, and remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Okay, so the name is, um, it comes from a Kenny Chesney lyric (laughs) to a song. It's not the song title, but um, it's a lyric to a song, and it goes, um, the name of the song is Guitars and Tiki Bars, and um, the line in the song is, uh, Mangoes and Marley, you know, fit me like a glove. And the basic premise of the song is, like, when you've had it up, to your head in life and um you're just like done and you need a break you go you go down to the islands he talks about going down to the islands and um i was born in key west and so i am a sixth generation conch if you will and so um you know i grew up island life i guess and Mm -hmm. so we just wanted to incorporate um that title with the whole embodiment of the cafe, not just like food, but like the style of the cafe. It's very tropical and very light. You feel like you're outside, but you're really inside. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's just kind of like the, the background to mangoes and Marley. Yeah. Very cool. So you're a big Kenny Chesney fan. Yeah. We're yes. Um, (laughs) yeah. Our relationship sort of started with music and country music and yeah. Um, so what about the, like, um, like building out the menu and stuff. Is that a, mm-hmm. was that a difficult thing for you guys to do? Or? It wasn't. No, yeah. um, Graham. He pretty much did all of it. He um, he loves to cook and he likes to experiment with things. And um, no, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a problem at all. It was. Yeah. It was actually probably one of the fun parts. And, oh, cool. Um, There's a lot. A lot that didn't get put on the menu that we were like, eh, this is going to work. It's not going to work. Um, we had to develop the menu around our kitchen or the, the cafe is less than 700 square, less than 800 square feet. And so like, and that's like the, all of it, all of it. Holy crap. The whole thing. So like the kitchen is, um, probably like 350 a little maybe almost 400 um and so the kitchen we knew the kitchen was going to be really small um so we had to develop the menu very simplified and um using a lot of the same things but kind of switching it up with little details Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. whether it be like a a, um the avocado ranch dressing or a spicy ranch dressing or um another other one that's a favorite is the um um, mango lime dressing and oh, so yeah, like okay. um, similar flavors just kind of like doctored up with sauces or mm-hmm. you know just like that way so um, like I said we had to develop a menu that was um, like cohesive to the restaurant but also very simplified yeah and so we were able to do that um, and there's not very much on the menu Um you know, it's like a front and back and mainly consists of um, sandwiches and a few salads and yeah. our bowls are probably the most popular items. Yeah. I think that's so. good, too. Like sometimes like the restaurants, um, you can get just too much, right? Yes. Too many options, right? You don't yes. need that many options. Just keep it simple. Yes. Um, yeah. People aren't going to. I don't think people, in my opinion, I don't think people really 
um, come to a, a restaurant because they have, you know, everything, everything. on the menu. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, so what about um, when we were talking before, we talked about like some some fears and, and that sort of stuff, just like uh, like the fear of like opening up a restaurant. Like mm-hmm. how did you guys kind of push past that and, mm-hmm. and kind of like what was that like for y'all? Um, okay, so that goes back to um, uh, October of 2020. I was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And so um, there was a lot of fear and anxiety and <laughs> hopelessness and um, a lot of those emotions that I had to sort of, or not just me, we as a family had to sort of overcome. Um, and so thankfully, um, we had just walked through that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think when you kind of walk through something like that, you, um, I don't want to say you feel invincible, but like the world is an oyster and mm-hmm. it's a gift and, um, you kind of brush past fear, you know, mm-hmm. like it just kind of gets, um, it's not a thing anymore. Like yeah, you just kind of have to like push past it and do it, do things afraid, right? Like, right. um, something's always going to be on the other side. The, I think the unknown is probably the hardest part yeah. of anything because I think all of us want to try to control and, um, want to know what's going to happen, but, um, yeah. you know, you just don't ever know or, or expect what's going to happen. And so like, if there is that fear of, I mean, essentially it was my life fear of losing my life. Um, and, getting a second chance um thankfully i've been healed um mm-hmm. uh we sort of had to push past the fear of the what ifs yeah you know what if it doesn't work okay what if it doesn't work yeah you know like okay we did it we tried it yeah and like hopefully it's successful and not we'll figure it out right, right. so like you just kind of like have to push past all of that sometimes and do things afraid and you know sometimes it works you, thankfully it worked for my life yeah, you know yeah, right. and then you know thankfully it's working now so and had we not um tried it we would already been one you know we would always been like wondering and talking about it and you know it's just time to stop talking and actually do it take action yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like that because i think it's i think it goes back to like just um having to go through that challenge whether you're forced to go through that challenge mm-hmm. or whether you choose to go through mm-hmm. that challenge and then like once you do that then you realize that it, you know it wasn't probably wasn't so bad right um you know the cancer thing that's a little bit different right, right. But like opening up the restaurant right it's probably right. not as bad as we're starting the podcast like i had fears of like starting this mm-hmm. podcast right when i first got started um but then when you get started and you realize like okay it's not as bad as i made it out to be in my right. mind right you know? right yeah um interesting so it's yeah i think that's i think that's one thing that um that holds a lot of people back, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, kind of like you were saying it's, um, but it's, you just got to push past it and, right. uh, and, and move forward. Um, so what are some, what are some challenges of, of owning a restaurant now that you guys mm-hmm. are open and mm-hmm. you've been, you know, successful for the last, I think it's five months you've been open now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what are some challenges that you have to overcome? If I, if I could wrap it up in one word, it would probably be balance. Yeah. Um, we have a family 
and we love our family and we value our time with our family. Um, we have two little girls that are 10 and 11 and, um, we also both sets of parents are local. And so, um, we are finding it very difficult to balance work and home life. Mm -hmm. I think now because it's just requiring so much of our time, um, mostly my husband's time. He's there from morning to night, you know, managing the whole thing. And, um, the, I think one of the other areas is just finding, um, people to help work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, just finding, um, people who want to work. We have a great wait staff who are wonderful and we have one cook, but you know, finding that other one so that Graham doesn't have to be back there all the time. He can be out selling or, mm-hmm. um, doing what I do, which is, you know, talking to people and managing and stuff like that. So, um, between balance and finding, um, employees i think that's the most challenging right now i think that's um when i think of like owning up a a restaurant or or when i talk to people about owning a restaurant i think that's like the hardest thing of Mm -hmm. of like especially starting out right Mm -hmm. because i think as owners like you you probably have to be there for the most part when Mm -hmm. you're when you're first opening up a a restaurant Mm -hmm. um so what are some things that that you've that you guys maybe have done or or kind Mm -hmm. of figured out on Mm -hmm. on how to, you know, kind of find some of that balance. Manage. Yeah. yeah. Um, well we were open seven days a week and now we're open six days a week. (laughs) Um, and strategically we took Sundays off, which are, uh, was another hard thing to do because it's the weekend and everybody is down there on the weekends and that's where you make are probably the most profitable. And, um, we just made the decision that that one day was going to be our day and no compromising our family day, whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. Um, and so we probably did take a hit, but, um, it's okay. Again, you have to do things that are going to push past your fears and just, um, trust that on the other side, it's going to be okay. And we'll make, you know, choices Mm -hmm. beyond that to try to, um, you know, not compromise, but um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Um, the things are just going to work out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have, and yeah. you know, I'm sure, like we could do a little bit more, but you know, we'll find other ways to, um, you know, make a profit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I think when like once you make that decision of like I'm making this decision for for me and my family mm-hmm. and stuff, it's almost like a relief. Right. Yes. And it's probably not as, yes. as, again, going back to like the fear, it's probably mm-hmm. not as, as bad as, as we make it out to be. Yeah. I think it was just like necessary. Like right. it was necessary for us or yeah. else like we weren't going to make it. Like yeah. our, our marriage started getting tough. Our kids, you know, started like feeling bad because we're never around. And, mm-hmm. and that was not the whole, you know, goal that we had set out to, we had never set out to let that happen. In yeah. fact, we were very adamant about not letting that happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's so easy to let those, you know, to compromise those things. And then you have to step back and be like, Oh, you know, wait a minute, this isn't mm-hmm. working for us right now. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our hierarchy of, 
of life essentially that we live by is like putting God first and then Mm -hmm. our marriage and then our children and then our job. And so like when those get out of whack and out of balance, you know, it just sort of throws everything off. And so we had to like step back and be like, okay, where can we make these choices that are going to work for us first and then let the rest sort of follow? Yeah. I think that's big too, just to be able to recognize like something's off Mm -hmm. right or like we need to step back and take a look at it and make some adjustments was there a moment or or something that kind of stood out to you of like that made you guys realize that yeah i think it was just like the tension happening Mm -hmm. between my husband in all honesty like there was tension and and we've our marriage has been like absolutely wonderful we have a great marriage and there's not much there hasn't been much tension in it and so when there was like this happening we were like okay hold on hold on like let's 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 figure this out Mm -hmm. um and, and and just noticing him, just feeling like, oh, my gosh, I can't get away from this place. And, and then just, be, you know, making that suggestion, well, you know, we, we probably need to close a day, you know. Yeah. And so um, prayerfully, we did that together. And finally, I think we both came to the point where it was just like, okay, like, we're going to do this. Yeah. We're going to do it. And we did it. And it was fine. You know, like yeah. no one got upset with us. Like everybody understood. I read, like I wrote a really extensive um, post about it on my Instagram and just explained why this was happening. And mm-hmm. people are so supportive of that, you right. know? Right. So, yeah. yeah 100%. Um, so speaking of like taking that day off, like what do you guys like to do for fun oh, around yes, town? Oh, yes, the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Back to your island days. Yes, in yeah. yeah, we go on the boat a lot. Um, yeah. We go to Three Rucker Island. We just take the boat out and cool. we just relax. That's yeah. just kind of our happy place. This is the beach and the water. Yeah. And there's something about being on like a, an island, just kind of like sitting in the chair and yeah. letting the sun hit you and the fresh air and stuff like that. So yeah. And you don't see anything else, right? It's just like yeah, water. That's, and, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, we just like sit and we relax and just kind of breathe. Yeah. <laughs> um, consists of church, you know, we go to church with our, our family and mm-hmm. then probably at night usually wind up cooking dinner and, um, you know, we try to preserve our core four and, um, you know, do things, the four of us, at least one Sunday a month, just like protect just the four of us. Yeah. And then without like the extra, our family and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we try to have at least one Sunday where just us, it's just That's us. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Especially when like you have, uh, my wife and I, our, our family's uh, both local too. Yeah. Um. So when you have family time, it's easy mm-hmm. to get, just go, let's, let's all go hang out. Right. Or help, you know, they help out with the kids and, yes. and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. But those moments like with just like the, the four, four of you mm-hmm. is cool. Special. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so three looker, three rooker Island. Yeah. Is that your it's favorite, beautiful. favorite spot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We've, um, we've gone out to like Anklo key and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we've stayed that you can camp out there like the North end. Yes. Um, so we've camped out there and it's like you, you wake up out there and you feel like you're not, you're in a different world, right? right. It's, it doesn't feel, I mean, you feel like you're on vacation, right? you know, so we're, right. we're pretty fortunate for that. Um, so what about, so you, you might've just named it, but I kind of like to wrap up a, uh, 
you know, each podcast with asking the guests like their favorite local spot. Mm, um, okay. So maybe like besides Three Worker Island, yeah. what's one of your favorite uh, spots? It could be a restaurant. It could be just a park or something like that. Like what do you, um, what do you like to do? Favorite spot. I mean, the, first and foremost, the beach. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I will always say that. But um, if I had to choose my second favorite <laughs> for a wrap up, um, where do we like to go? We, um... We like to go to Hob House of Bur- House of oh, Beer. Yeah. Yep. Um, that was our before we started the, the cafe. That was one of our favorite Friday things to do. We would pick the kids up from school. Um, we'd go get ice cream first, and then it would be um, Friday night at um, House of Beer and let them run around and uh, Corvo Bianco. Oh yeah, pizza. We would grab a pizza and sit have beer and that would just kind of be like our like okay end of the week end of the week done yeah. yeah so that was fun and they've they've expanded too like the patio is yeah. massive now. huge yeah, yeah. it's great cool. fun local spot that people just like to go and hang they could bring their dogs we'd bring our puppy with us drive yeah. the golf cart we have a golf cart and nice. so we would just drive that the golf cart down there and have pizza and drink beer and let the kids run around and get mm-hmm. all their energy out and yep. so yep. yeah that Love was it. our Fun spot. Hob and Three Rooker. You can't go wrong with those. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, awesome. I appreciate you you jumping on the podcast yeah, with me. Where thank you. where is your store located uh, for anyone listening to the podcast? Sure. It is um five oh six Main Street Dunedin. It's parking lot right next to us where City Hall is right now. Okay. So perfect. And yeah. then we'll have like all the links and stuff in the description to Great. your website. Instagram. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Thank Come you. in and check us out. We're yes. fun. We like to hang out and listen to your stories as well. So, Thank you again for listening to another episode of Palm Harbor Local. I really hope you got a ton of value out of, of today's episode. Now, if you're looking to connect with the guest or just get more information on the episode, then you can check the description below. I'll have all the links in the episode as well as a link back to my website. It's palmharborlocal.com where you can stay up to date on what's going on with the podcast and sign up there to join the locals. Let's get after it this week. And remember, together, we keep Palm Harbor local. Mm-hmm.